What, uh, what record is that? There's a a Corquelliot Asleep in the Poppies, a variety of whimsical verse. Yeah. By of Montreal. Different rolling joints. Mainly. <laughs> it's also a very good album, though. Hell yeah. I, I peeved uh, the little record player up there. Yes. I love vinyls. Yeah. I feel like they're making a fucking, almost like a comeback right now. Definitely. You can get them at Walmart. Since I was like 16, probably. Yeah. I started out, I just got them at record stores. Wait, should we start and then talk about things? It's whatever. We could be rolling right now. Okay. Yeah. Should we introduce everyone? Uh, we can. Welcome to the All For A Podcast. <laughs> Man, I'm in Portland right now, Oregon. It's still like, the city's still here. It hasn't burnt down, as some other country may think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm sitting here with Carver and Evan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Carver is a videographer. That's me. Um, Evan is a recording artist and a clothing brand owner. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you guys for doing this with me, man. Yeah, I feel like yeah, this, this, this is wild. Thanks for coming all the way out here. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Portland has been cool, you know what I'm saying, so far. I feel like it's been kind of dead. Like, the place we went, he was like, it's not really the weekend yet, so that's why. But I feel like everywhere yeah. we drove is, like, kind of dead. It is a little dead out here in general, I feel like, but it definitely like, would be better on the weekend if you went out. Yeah, because, yeah, like, Portland's a, it's a city, but it's not, like, it doesn't have the same energy as, yeah. like, uh, like New York or L.A. or something like that. It's pretty like laid that. back. Yeah. And, like, the... Like the clubs and stuff just aren't really the same. It's just kind of more like oh yeah, uh, it's just kind of like more mellow, I guess. And like uh, on the weekends, it still gets lit, but it's just like you have to go to like one of the nightclubs or whatever, and you're paying like a fat ass cover and whatever. Whereas like in L.A. or New York or whatever, like it there's just like popping ass bars that are like more like underground that you can go in there. There's like a sick ass DJ performing and whatever. Like over here, it's just kind of everybody in there like yeah. sipping drinks and yeah. chilling. I, I feel guess. like the general population here is like more relaxed too. So it's sipping like, IPAs and yeah, smoking too much be, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to start with like the, um, like the Portland like music scene? Y'all, y'all fuck with anybody from around here as far as like creative shit goes? I fuck with a few people around here to make music. And I don't want well, to talk music, just about like Portland in general. Creative in general, you know what I'm saying? There's a good creative scene in Portland. I don't know. I ain't been here very long. Probably, I've lived in Portland for seven months. But I lived in Eugene for like two years before that, which is like two hours south of here. Yeah. And I don't know. Most of my clientele is still Seattle, L.A., and then like southern cities like uh, Memphis, Atlanta, shit like that. Yeah. So I feel like there's just like not there, I don't know there's not much going around out here like the artists that do make music and have money I feel like are older and on like a different tip than I'm on and the artists that are younger and making music that I would like work with usually aren't really like putting much money into things like music videos and yeah. shit. Yeah, no, I I feel that the there's like there's a lot of people that like make music in Portland that like there's not that many people that are like throwing shows all the time and stuff like I feel like that's why a lot of people like once they start getting something going they like move to LA or like they'll go up to Seattle or yeah. whatever yeah. Um, yeah. just cause it not not that there's not opportunities out here like there's definitely like you can no matter where you're at you can make that shit work but um <laughs> I feel like 
in Portland, it's just, I don't know. It's just a different scene. Yeah. What was, like, what was you guys' thought, like, when you moved out here to, like, you know what I'm saying? First, to connect my first with people? thought when I moved out here was, like, is it going to rain this fucking much the whole yeah. time I'm here? Speaking of the rain, it was... And it did. Yeah. It did well, rain that much yeah. the whole time I was fucking here, and I'm... Yeah, speaking of the rain, we were fucking... We just shot a video, and um, the original concept was to, we thought it was in the rain, so we fucking made an idea with the rain. It didn't rain, but it was vibe, though. Yeah, it didn't rain. Yeah. That's surprising. That what, when you guys were shooting the music video, you thought it was going to be yeah, raining you wanted it to rain. Yeah, before I came, it was like I checked the weather, and it was like it's going to rain every day. It's so bipolar, bipolar over here. Like yeah. what? Like one week it'll be raining every single day, and then like days like today, it's like completely clear skies in the middle of December. And Bro. like, I don't know. Oh, we got Doodle in the building, man. This is my cat. Yo, this boy's cat. Oh, I didn't even tell you. This boy's cat literally tried to commit suicide the other day. Like the window was open, he was like trying to jump out the window. He, <laughs> no, he climbs. He climbs all the way to the top of it. Yeah. I gotta pull him down. I think, got, he, I think the reality of it is he really just want to go outside, man. And you and probably got some big booty stitches out I there. I haven't taken him outside yet. He's never been outside. Nah, not yet, bro. I need to get him like. A he, leash. Was he was Take conceived in here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since he's been him? outside, yeah. but I got him as like a little ass kitten. So like, I don't even know if he remembers being outside. You uh, know what I mean? But yeah, man. Yeah, I need to take him out there. He need a leash. He the, he the executive producer tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know homie. But no, man, I, it's been a vibe though. It's it's like a peaceful city. I feel like um, we had an opportunity last night. Where, where was it? Last night we talked to that guy, or was it two nights ago? The guy that was down at the um, at the rallies and shit. Oh yeah, when we were over at the bar, that yeah. was two nights ago. Yeah, you were there too. Yeah. So that was like it was just like little. It was an experience for me just to see from somebody firsthand like that was there because I've been seeing the shit on Twitter and. Yeah. On the news and shit. I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, I had just kind of mentioned, like, talking about, like, my experience down there, like, when we were all just sitting at the table. And I was just talking about how, like, even if you were there, like, being peaceful, like, you still were, like, caught in the crossfire. Like, we, like me and my girlfriend were down there, like, kind of, like, in the back of the crowd, just, like, with signs and stuff, just, like, peacefully protesting and like just like trying to like show support for like all like all of our homies and whatever and um the dude at the table next to us he was like he was like oh we got gas masks like we were down there in the front lines and stuff and so it was it was crazy to talk to him too because like even though like I would like I was there like I definitely wasn't like as involved as like some people like that dude was down there like Getting shot with rubber bullets and whatever, like they say he was passing out food and shit. Yeah, now it's just crazy to me how something like, even just generally, like something can happen and like it's easy to, it's easy to focus on one side of it and like, but it's like always two sides to some shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. um, like you see, there might be like a narrative painted on the news or and everything you've seen, but it's it's different when you actually talk to like the real people that were there yeah. and like see what how people feel about it. Um, it was yeah. so funny having like our like our families were calling us and shit like, oh like are you like are you good like is there yeah. like, the, the like people getting calls. shot outside of your apartment like whatever like and I'm like man like don't believe everything you see on the news that's exactly. all I know <laughs> it's even, like you don't yeah. even really know what to say to them you just like just don't believe the news you know? like, yeah 
even me, like you, you pretty well, pretty much from like what you could tell from the other parts of the country is it seemed like it was like all of Portland. And from what like you guys were saying, and that guy was saying, it was like a couple blocks type shit. It was just like down on the waterfront, like down like at the end, like around the Justice Center, um, is like the like main area that it was. Like I live like a couple blocks away from there, and like over there, like there wasn't you would, like there would be like sometimes like people walking down the street or whatever with signs but like nothing like right next to my uh, like apartment was like getting like destroyed and stuff because like there definitely were areas that were getting like windows broken and stuff but um i don't know that shit it it is what it is they had to like some sort like get their message across some sort of way because otherwise it wouldn't have gotten all the coverage that it did that was definitely a wild time just like something had to be done in America, um, did you uh, did you design that the hoodie? Yeah, th- this was actually like one of the first pieces that I made. Yeah. I, I I bought my sewing machine like probably like a year ago, yeah. and uh, oh shit, my bad, bro. Um, yeah, I bought my sewing machine like a year ago, and uh, before that, I was just kind of like customizing little shit. Like I would like get a pair of pants and like put patches on it, or like get shirts and like distress them and whatever and um and then eventually i was like man like there's just not much more i could do with that like and i wanted to make my own thing because i've always been into fashion just like wearing stuff that other people wouldn't usually wear and um like so i was like i'm gonna get a sewing machine and like i just like at first i was just grabbing like random stuff around my apartment old clothes that i didn't wear and stuff and just like what could I do to this to make it to where it was something that I would actually fuck with? And, like, this was, like, an old Thrasher long sleeve. And, like, I just, like, cut it into the spider web pattern. And it took me hella long to, like, sew around all these little squares and shit. But, yeah, no. And then from there, it was just, like, I, like, I, like, started sewing shit for a while. And then I went to screen printing. And then, like. You got I, your own, like, machine? Screen yeah, printing machine? Like, it's all, everything's, like, DIY. So, like, I made, like, a, a printing press, like, out of, like. It's like wood board. Where you made a printing press? Yeah. yeah. And so like it was just like it's like a board like with like like a stand on the bottom and then I like attached hinges to it and then the screen goes on the hinges and then like I made like a little like adjuster for like the um it's called off contact. Like you wanna make sure your screen's like a little bit above the garment. So like I basically made like the whole thing you would normally pay like 700 bucks like 500 bucks for a a single head press and like i made it all for like 35 bucks or something like that and like i i print all my own stuff like me and the homie daniel we have a studio over at his crib is uh is is screen printing the one with the heat is that what screen printing is so at the end of it you do heat it up like the way that it works though is like so you get like just a big mesh screen and like it's just like see-through mesh and then you coat it in emulsion which is like basically this like liquid like plasticky type stuff that like coats the screen and then um you get your design and you put it on a transparency you get like a transparent piece of paper and you print your design onto it like just on like a regular printer and then you lay that over the screen and you put a light over it and it burns the design into the screen and you wash it out and then you're just left with a stencil and so then like you put your garment underneath it and the ink goes on the screen and you just like squeegee it through. You have like this like rubber squeegee yeah. and you just like push it through. So it's basically like like a stencil. Like if you imagine like getting a piece of paper 
and like cutting a smiley face out of it and like laying it on the ground and spray painting it and then taking the piece of paper off, you're gonna be left with the smiley face. Yeah, thing. so so that's the one that's like um like when you're finished, it's it's you can't feel the difference from that in the shirt. You know what I'm saying? Because there's ones the ones with the graphics where you can like feel the difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can you can feel it a little bit. There's like definitely like a little bit of a texture, but it's if you get a good screen print, like it should be inlaid into the shirt to where like if you're going over, maybe you feel like a little bit more of like a rubbery sensation, but like it's like yeah. not like on top of the print, like as like just a vinyl like press on or some shit like that. Gotcha. Um, we can jump around a little bit. Um, you guys want to, yeah, we can just jump in a little bit. Like we can start with you, bro, if you want. Just kind of like coming up a little bit and coming like childhood up. life and ultimately how you got into fucking doing videography. Um, coming up. <laughs> I'm from uh, a little little town in Arkansas. I'm not going to give the name because they don't deserve the credit. <laughs> hey, don't we? About 9,000 population, about 8,950 ignorant motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we um, hope you see this. Yeah. Um, so I, I, li I lived there until I was 18 and then, no, 19. So I graduated high school. I worked at a, a packaging factory. Yeah. And I had a uh, about worked at a gas station. Worked at the packaging factory after that. Worked at a gas station, and I had this dude that I went to the high school with the year before. Uh, I guess he knew I had taken like a Photoshop class, so he knew I knew how to. You passed it back to him. He knew I knew how to use Photoshop. Yeah. And he rapped, so he asked me to make his cover art. His name was uh, Lil Arrow. Shout out Lil Arrow. Shout out Lil Arrow. He got me into this shit, I guess. If you, got everything if you, if you started. Wanna, if you want to bring it down to that. But. Um, <laughs> he, was one of, he was one of the 59 anyways, nigger ones. I made his cover art. And then after I made his cover art, uh, this dude from the, the town over, he hit me up and was like, yo, I saw you make this cover art. Can you make me a music video? And I was like, sure, but I don't have a camera. And he yeah. was like, I got a camera. And then I, sh I shot him a music video like the next week. You remember um, what kind of camera it was? A Canon Rebel T6, I believe. <laughs> That's crazy because I had that same camera. <coughs> I sold it now, but I had that. But yeah, my bad. Not great. Like 1080, 24p. Yeah, like regular basic shit. Yeah, it's definitely like a photography camera first. But um, yeah, that was, that. he ended up going by like Woods or Death. I worked for him, worked with him for a really long time, like the whole time that I lived out there got pretty close and shit with all their group and like we ended up we put we put one on uh this channel trash gang we got like 64k off of that one and that's really what started getting me like who's uh whose channel is that um it's just like a, a music video promotion channel on trash gang? Like from arkansas trash or? Gang. oh trash gang no it's like uh, i think they're honestly out of russia but they have like by now they have like a few those million or some shit those are, those are bots that's a bot blog it's kind of like a like an underground world star yeah, for like on. more underground music. I'll show you real quick. Nah, but did you guys see? Just on a side note, fucking somebody was talking about. So, you know all these like groups on like Facebook and like on social media, like like all the progressive groups, like that. Like somebody was saying, like all these fucking groups that are like it was like I think they're saying like ninety percent of the Facebook groups and like all these different like movements and shit. The the accounts are run by bots. So it's literally bots from like Russia and different countries that like their main goal is to 
infiltrate our like social networks and get us arguing. So they'll just act like they're one of us and their bots would just post like, you know what I'm saying, like rude shit and just get shit to people, get, um, make people start arguing. Yeah, I can. This I is it right here? Oh, they got, they got 4.2 million subscribers. Yeah, but back in the day, they probably had around a million or something. Yeah. And we got this shit on there because uh, homie got connected with the owner. <clears throat> and then after that, uh, I hit up this dude that lived in the area. His name is Live, his name is Live Sosa. Yeah. I still work. I still work with him now. Just asked him if I could like edit his videos. Pretty much, this is I was still nineteen, or I was eighteen at this time probably, and so yeah, I started editing for him. Started making more money off of that, and then I moved to Eugene with some people, and then I moved to Portland. I've just been doing videos since, really. So all this started. Well, your creative like journey started after high school. Yeah, I mean, I was into. I was into all this shit, but I didn't really start doing it until after high school, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, literally a couple months after. Hell yeah. What did your, um, <coughs> like, what did your parents do, like, coming up, like, for work and shit? <coughs> My dad <coughs> is a, <coughs> a carpenter. Okay. Like, construction. <coughs> <coughs> My mom is, like, uh, she cuts hair. Yeah. Hell yeah. What about you, bro? I know you said you're from the tri-state oh. area, right? Which I still don't know what what what, uh, sta so what state is that. Tri-cities. Yeah, what so state it's is that? it's in Washington. It's Pasco, Kennewick, and Richland. Uh, okay. And it's like three hours away from Portland, like three hours east of here. And it's just like, it's kind of like a farming town, but there's also like some bit like Hanford is over there, like which is like a big like nuclear plant. And, like, that's, like, where they made, like, bombs and shit. So, like, there's, like, a bunch of, like, that's, like, half the people work at Hanford and, like, half the people work out so on the So all y'all infected with radiation. Yeah, facts. <laughs> that's why everybody's so fucked up over there, for Press sure. Yeah, a lighter? Yeah. Got it. Like, out there in, like, the Hanford site, they found, like, like two-headed deer out there and shit that like oh that was infected. just playing but y'all really got a problem out there then yeah no it like actually is like kind of like kind of fucked up and the river runs right next to it so there's always like shit like saying that there's like shit spilling into the river and whatever so y'all ain't, ain't swimming in the river out there everybody still does like that's oh, like my. literally like oh <laughs> how you see a two-headed deer bro. come out of the river and you're like yeah let me go jump in that shit yeah <laughs> i don't know bro how did i miss you said there was a two-headed deer bro like so no yeah, cat out in yeah. like the like Hanford radiation area. Like there's like been like sightings of like some crazy ass <laughs> animals out there that were like all like fucked up from the radiation. It's but fucking Fallout Four. Yeah, no, that's just pretty fucking crazy. But it's just, yeah, it's just like a small town, and like uh, I grew up over there, and then um, like well, like once I graduated high school, like literally like a week after high school, um, by like. My cousins, they're both, like, involved in the music industry. And, like, one of them was tour managing this band, American Authors, at the time. And, um, like, he knew that I was, like, into music. Like, I was, like, just, like, freestyling in the car and shit, like, fucking around, like, in high school. And, like, he knew that I was into it and whatever. And so, like, as soon as I graduated, he was like, hey, like, I need an assistant tour manager. Like, are you down to come be a part of it? 
And I was like, well, duh. Like, uh, that. And so uh, I went out on Warp Tour in uh, 2017 with American Authors. Is that the Vans tour? The Vans yeah. Warp Tour, yeah. It's like a hardcore tour. And like American Authors, they're like a like indie pop band. So it's yeah. like, it was a funny thing for them to be on that tour, but it, w- it was super cool. Like, it, that should just like open my eyes because I had been like in the Tri-Cities my whole life and hadn't seen like, I'd like been like, on like trips down to California and whatever, like when I was younger, but like we went all over the United States. So it was just like, how many, how many dates you think I did for that? It was like three months wow. um, or like two months or two and a half months or something like that. Yeah. So um, what, what did you do as a assistant tour manager? Like what was your job? I was basically like first thing in the morning, like I would wake up, uh, but me and the homie Dylan that were doing, that was doing merch, um, we would get up at like seven and like do load in. And so like, we'd go and like grab all the merch off of our truck and take it down and set it up. And then, um, like from there, like I would go over and like pick up the band food and like bring it back to the bus. And then, um, like what, like if the band had press or whatever, like I would like go collect everybody, be like, Hey, everybody needs to get over here. And, whatever and just like whatever they needed me to do if i needed to run to guitar center because we needed cables or picks or drumsticks or whatever yeah but i was just running around like doing whatever um just like helping out my cousin and the band with whatever they needed yeah guitar center tried to get me one time bro like i just bought my new interface i know the you heard like the one knob interface yeah like the silver shit the apollo yeah apollo yeah apollo twin or whatever Bro, I went to I went to Guitar Center to buy one. I went to buy a brand new one. So they give me the shit, and I fucking I'm like, yo, can I try it out before I buy it? They're like, yeah. Long story short, this shit they try to sell me a used one as a brand new one, and the used one didn't even work. So I just left. I got it like off. Matter of fact, I got it off Sweeterware. So, so I just this shit right here. <laughs> but yeah, they they try to give me man. We only have like one Guitar Center around my way, huh. so it's like you know. And I think they actually. Bro, we, they, they're closing shit down around my way, too. I don't know how it is, like, around here, but, like, since the pandemic, like, physical, like, a lot of physical stores are closing. Fucking the Apple Store closed. Going to like online. Yeah. yeah. Things close. See, like, Apple stores, you, I don't know if y'all seen Apple also just announced some shit where now they're going to allow people to repair their own phones. Like, they'll have kits, and you can repair your own phone without voiding the warranty. So they're just, like, going, they're, like, scaling That's back all, like, physical locations and shit. Like, I don't know. Where's the shit That's lead crazy. To? There's no way I would be able to figure that yeah. shit out, though. That's all I know. <laughs> That's cool for people to know how to do that, though. Yeah. Um, we could jump around a little bit, bro. <laughs> so I know you said you kind of have, like, a vision to, like... So you, like, shoot other people's videos, but you kind of have this vision to create your, like, own brand with this shit. And I know you even touched on, like, uh, like doing fucking movies and, like, short films and shit like that. Like, Yeah. What, like, what's the inspiration I, behind that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Any, any thoughts on that? I've done like a couple of short films lately. I mean, I wouldn't even, they're not even considered short films. They're like short, short films, like three minutes. But yeah, I want to do more short films in the future, probably once I get out to LA in like March, just because there's like actors, actresses there and student production sets and shit. And there's, yeah. there's not that here, you know? And. But yeah, I've always wanted to make movies, but I feel like that's that's definitely a way later life. Down the line. Like, I ain't really like fo- focus on that at all right now. 
Yeah. Now you what what you like you said some shit that really stuck with me the other day when we were talking about this. Um bro was like he wants to like he was like he wants his his art pretty much like, you know what I'm saying, affect pe- people's lives and he's like he feels like um movies kind of do that better than like a music video. We were talking about he was oh, like yeah. what's the last music video that really like changed your life saying, like, like seeing it, you know what I'm saying? I was just saying like like as an artistic person like or as anybody that's like a creative like it's like obviously you don't want to just obviously you have a reason to make something you know what i mean and like you want to make something that affects things and not something that just like goes out there and it just exists and doesn't really do anything you know what i mean i feel like music videos are are really just a product at the end of the day like versus what like what is the other thing if not a product like 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 the way i said it when i said it to you was just like a music video has never really changed my life aside from like making me want to make music videos type shit like but movies have been imp- impacted my life you know what i mean yeah like i just feel like movies well like what about the song that is connected to the music video? that's what we were saying like it's really that's the song. what we're that's it's not really the video exactly like, that's what that's what we were saying like at the end of the day after you, whenever you look back on it it's gonna be the song yeah. that impacted you and not the video that's why videos are they're just a product to promote the song. Yeah. Like, yeah, facts. Yeah. Which there's nothing but wrong it's, with that. It, it's I'm not, not saying I don't like me making music videos and I'm not saying video, that music it. videos aren't art or anything. It still yeah. it adds so much though. Like if you like you hear a song and then like you watch the video to it, like it'll bring it like or you can hear a song alone, but once you watch the music video to it, then yeah. you love that song cuz you can like see what the vibe was in your yeah. head, you know. Yeah. But me, it's like I was telling bro, like, like I don't, my bad, fucking cut y'all off. But I don't, I don't really go back and watch. Even if I see a fire ass video, I'm like rarely going back to watch that shit. I'll listen to the song back a bunch of times. That's what I was saying. Was like, I feel, I feel like the reason that that I am confident in the fact that like nobody's been affected like by a music video that like enough to impact their life is like. I like music videos more than like anybody I've met in my entire life. Like I watch music videos all the time. Like I grew up just watching music videos, like Michael Jackson music videos, like really early on. Those were like the first ones I started watching. Like uh, Smooth Criminal. That's one of my favorite videos ever. But fire. Bro, so, I just seen Thriller for the first time like three years ago. Thriller's Thriller crazy. Is the crazy. I was like, what the crazy. fuck are they making? Now and that I was like a movie. Watch all that, that shit. Like yeah, and it's like. And it's like, if I watched music videos that much and it didn't, like, impact me on a level that I'm looking for to impact other people with my stuff, then it's probably not done it for anybody else. You know what I mean? But do you think it could be, since you're so connected to this, like, creating the videos, it's like, well, I mean, I don't know, because I can still enjoy a song. I was gonna say, like, because, you know, because you're, like, creating video so like you're looking at each little thing it's like if you make yeah. music like you're listening to like you're like listening to it super hard so sometimes yeah. you might have to like if you're making your own music it's kind of hard to listen to it as like a listener that's never heard it before yeah yeah like i was thinking like you think that affects it but that's probably true uh, probably i definitely i definitely like by the time a music video of mine releases like i'm probably not gonna watch it more than one time because i'm like i've I've seen this. That's seen exactly a million how I times am. while I was doing it. That's how I feel about the podcast too. But it's it is crazy too because every podcast I do, I pretty much forget what I say. Like, okay, this is episode eighty three. 
like literally, I don't know what the fuck I'd be saying on these shits. Like I just be like there. And then like I'll go back down the line, might peep some shit like I really said that or I don't know. It's just in the moment. Like yeah. it, when it's just like back and forth like this, like it's just kind of like what's coming off the top of your head. So that way, like I feel like it gives away more like genuine representation of a person because like you don't really have time to prepare because it's not like we were like, okay, what are we going to sit down and talk about? Yeah. Like yeah. we asked like, him what we we're going to talk about. I didn't and even he say didn't sure. give us a single answer. You know what I'm actually known <laughs> for on my podcast? I'm known for not letting the guests know when we start. Every time somebody's like, yo, we, we start already? I'm like, yeah, we're rolling this shit. Yeah, so I it just like brings that. it in with I the genuine. I think there's going like, to be like five minutes at the beginning of this. I <laughs> what? No, it will start. Yeah. No, we'll start at the right spot. It might be like a few minutes before, you know, you'll get it right. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I got hella long layover. I got a fucking 10 hour layover tomorrow. I'm probably going to edit this at the airport in the smoking room. I'm going to bring a joint in there. Tony, I'm going to bring a joint in because um, they have a smoking room in LAX. You so, cannot smoke a joint in the smoking room. That's what I'm, I'm gonna ask. I'm like, yo, can you smoke CBD in here? And if they say something, if they say yeah, I'm like, I bet. There's CBD. No. Hey, that'd be sick. I mean, if they let you, like, that'd be sick. But you should definitely try. I'm gonna try. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's. Yo, tight. shout out to you, bro, for last night for helping us get the video too. You know what I'm saying, bro? Was the Uber driver? He was Uber yeah, driver bro. for ten minutes last night. I was like, bro, how long you been driving Uber? Yeah, we met some funny fun. Uber drivers today. I don't know if you've seen what I posted on Instagram. Shout out to D, man, our Uber driver from earlier that got us home. Yeah, I, sat, cool. I got in the car. I was like, I was like, yo, who you picking up? Whatever. He was like, some. He couldn't even say my name. He couldn't pronounce it. Was that the video you posted earlier? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a real thing, though. I seen the meme. It was like you want to ask your fucking Uber driver who they're picking up because it could be some. You know what I'm saying? I always do. Yeah. And then they're always like, "No, what's your name?" <laughs> And I'm like, well, tell me my name and I'll tell you, or and then I'll tell you your name or whatever. Let's like, just tell each other's names. Yeah, because like, <laughs> if I said, if I'm like, hey, what's my name? And they're like, what's your name? And I tell them, then like, I have nothing to go off anymore. Like, then like, they could just tell me whatever they want. Yeah. I don't know. That, it always trips me out. Be careful out there, kids. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm vaping on this episode. If for the listeners, I'm usually smoking cigarettes, but we vaping. It's the Portland <laughs> edition. Vapes and rebels. Um I feel like we uh I found out some new like content this since since I've been here these few days. Broden put me on to this shit called Channel Five. This like funny ass news shit. Um we got hip to what was that podcast called? Podcast about outside. That's fire. You seen that? Mm-mm. It's pretty dope. It's fucking interesting. Yeah, these two dudes just like post up outside different spots and just talk to random people as they walk by. It's pretty cool. It's picky choosy. It's what? Picky choosy. Like some of them are cool, some of them. Oh yeah, yeah. it depends on yeah, who, who the guest is up there. Definitely. Have you ever seen a uh, Hive Mind before the podcast? Mm-hmm. It's like a podcast slash like game show, like based around like rap content and like like one of their like biggest ones is like. Um, uh, like guess the rapper off the cartoon and like one of the dudes that is on it is a graphic designer so he'll like draw up like a cartoon or cartoon puns that's what it's called and so like he'll draw up a cartoon and it'll be like um uh, like a baby like sitting there with a binky or whatever and like it's like oh little baby like that's who it's like representing what does the baby look like little baby 
Yeah, it looks like a little baby. Oh. Like, and so you <laughs> have to say, right like, you have to guess, like, yeah. oh, the rapper you're referencing is little baby or like whatever. Who like, else could you even do other than little baby? Like, how else would you? Like Young Thug, you would draw like just like a little dude like wearing a chain with a gun oh, okay, or something okay. like that, like a little kid. And so it'd be like a young thug. Or how like, would you do Jay Z though? Uh, he'll Had- like do ones that are like. <laughs> If it's like a name that's built up, like so, like for the J part of it, like you'd do like a blue J or something like uh, that, and so it'd be like J, and then like for Z, <laughs> like it'd be like X Y blank or something like that, you know. But it's a that's a pretty cool podcast. That shit's pretty sick. Yeah, I fuck with bro. Really, my favorite podcasts are um Joe Rogan. I think I'm gonna keep watching that outside shit. I fuck with that now. Um, Million Dollars with the Game is hard too. I don't know if y'all seen that. I haven't seen that one. It's this dude, Gilly the Kid, and Wallow. I know Wallow. I think I have seen a couple episodes of that before. Yeah. Just like some people that I was interested in hearing what they had to say were on it. So I think I watched that. That's the one. It's like uh, it's like sponsored by Ciroc or some shit like that, right? They're always oh, you might, on there. Oh, you might be talking about Drink Champs. I am. That's fire, too. Drink I don't Champs even know how they named that. You seen that? Yeah. Bro, that's, that's that, that shit. Kanye just went up there and yeah. was spazzing on it. <laughs> <laughs> As he does. Hey, man. Who y'all fucking with? Um, who y'all fucking with, like, as far as music right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, industry people. Fuck with. My favorite artist right now is probably Kaido. Shout out Kaido. That kid's crazy, bro. Right. I couldn't believe how young he was when I found out. Like, because his music is so, like, deep, too. Like, he, like... I don't know, it's not just like some like random ass lyrics. Like he's like kinda like saying some shit in it. And his melodies are just insane. How old is he? I don't know, like fucking like sixteen, seventeen or some shit. Something like that. He's young. He's definitely young. That's all we know. Is he from out here or is he from I don't know idea where he's from. Oh, I found him on SoundCloud like like anonymous? Like a few months ago. Okay. And then I like followed him on Instagram, but I don't think there's like any pictures of himself or anything. But it's just like, like all the kids are like that hyper pop industry. It's like most of them are like really young, and I feel like the ones that are really young don't be posting pictures. So I feel like he's probably pretty young. Yeah, is it like on some anonymous shit though, or like I think uh, homie Diego said he talked to him and said he seemed pretty young too. Yeah, Yeah. I guess they're yeah they were like talking about working on some shit or something. The homie Diego fucking. too hard to reach or hard to reach. Yeah, shout out to bro for letting us use his grinder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I feel, I think SoundCloud raps making a comeback. Like or just like blowing up on SoundCloud. I think uh, it's always kind of going to be like a thing to like for people to establish themselves in the underground. Like you're yeah. all, there's always going to be people that fuck with SoundCloud, and like. I feel like even now, like so many people will kind of start out on there for like start putting their first things out on there because yeah. like they don't own the beats and shit. So like they're just going to put it out on SoundCloud because it's free and they can do that. And then like eventually you move to Apple Music and Spotify and whatever, all the DSPs. Yeah. But I feel like it's like it's a great thing to start out with because like that's what I started putting music out on. Like I had like. Until I was out on tour, like, I didn't even know, like, I always thought that you had to go to, like, some big studio to record. Like, I thought that you would have to go, like, rent out a nice-ass place downtown or some shit. And then, like, on the bus, like, people in the band were just, like, 
they'd set up their laptop and a little mic and their interface and like plug in their guitar and whatever and they were like writing like rough drafts to songs and shit like on the bus and I was like what is all this like they're like oh this is the studio I was like what do you mean this is the studio this is just like some equipment sitting there and then like so as soon as I got home I just like I went and got a laptop and bought like one of the like blue yeti mics like the like big like pill looking ones yeah and uh and I just like start like I downloaded FL and I just like started trying to record on there and uh, and then like the first shit I ever put out was on SoundCloud like I recorded for like a year and I stacked up seven songs because like I was going by seven 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 and um, and so like I put out seven songs on seven seven like the day of the month and like. That was, like, my whole thing at the time, but, like, that was just, like, I put out that EP on SoundCloud, and, like, that was, like, what... Because if I had to put it on Apple Music and stuff, I probably wouldn't have been able to figure it out at the time. Like, it would, like I feel like that's just such a good starting point for people. Yeah, and you couldn't even just really just drop on all platforms like that back in the day. Yeah, that, That's no. kind of... I think that's within the last, like, three, four years, bro. Yeah. With, like, DistroKid and TuneCore yeah. and all this shit. I mean, you couldn't even really get everywhere like that. Yeah, when I was when I first started putting out music, like it was definitely a thing because like I like the first shit that I ever dropped was like three years ago probably, and uh, yeah, like that it was definitely available, but like I just I didn't own the beats or anything, so I couldn't put it on the DSPs like that, and so that's why I feel like it's such like a a good tool for people. Yeah, on DSPs too, bro. I just fucking I I think I just posted this shit. Forbes had posted like a tweet. Talking about basically how much like um, the DSPs make and how much the artists actually get, and I think it was like artists collectively only got like thirty percent of the profits that like all these DSPs are making. Yeah. So it's like I don't really I don't I don't I mean I don't I don't agree with that, but it's like I don't know. It's like I feel like it needs to be a new system. Have you seen the cancel Spotify movement? Mm. Just saw it the other day. It's like because of that. apparently the owner like invests a bunch of the money into like weapons development or something like for weapons the research and shit. What? For the military? Yeah. That's probably a smart investment. He's probably gonna get hella bread back on that, but I don't know. I mean, how we I mean, I don't know if that's a good reason to cancel them because that's what our government is doing. <laughs> like we're we're paying taxes for them to do weapons research. All I'm saying is I didn't uninstall Spotify. Yeah. I still have a membership. I still use it, man. <laughs> I used to pay for Title, bro. And Title is who pays like artists the most. But like I told I was telling y'all the other day, fucking that's why I really fuck with Spotify, because you on your recent searches you can have like twenty, thirty up there. I feel like they probably definitely don't pay their artists enough. But I don't think any DSP probably does. What that boy Jay Z said, he said some some YouTube is the biggest culprit. They pay you a tenth of what you're supposed to get. Some shit like that. Yeah, man. Now, artists, uh, I feel like in the future, um, artists are really going to be running the show more as far as, like, it's like the the DSP is going to, they're going to be hitting us for deals and hitting us for permission. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be like that. Seems like independent artists and independent labels are becoming more popular. Yeah. It's just going to become more about, like, people building, like, a genuine fan base rather than just, like, labels like pushing money into people and making them the popular person like because it like if you build a cult fan base like around your shit like that's how you're gonna make the most money because you're getting 
100% of everything. And, like, those people, if you make merch, those people are going to go buy that shit and whatever. Like, rather than, like, it'd be way better to have, like, a hundred super loyal people than, like, a thousand people that don't really fuck with you that much, you know? Like, that's why, like, whenever I'm talking to, like anybody who fucks with my music or anything like i'm like bro where are you from like what's good like that like i like because if they're fucking with me i fuck with them for fucking with me you know like uh, and i feel like it just like if you're genuine with people they're gonna feel that and like i feel like we were talking about that yesterday like the like people just kind of saying random bullshit and like put like just like trying to make what's popular isn't really gonna fly anymore because I feel like people can kind of tell like when it's genuine or not now yeah yeah I think yeah you were saying that right like it's it's kind of yeah if somebody comes out sounding just like somebody else it's like maybe like two three years ago it would have popped off easier but now it's like like a little wave but it doesn't like last yeah because you're never gonna be like that like if you're trying to be like this person, you're never going to be as big as that person. That's why if you just try and do your own shit, you're going to get, there's no like height to that because you're not capped off at a certain limit. If you're like, bro, I'm trying to sound just like young thug. Like you can only be a step down from young thug because that's like your goal. That's your limit. Yeah. But if you're like, bro, I'm trying to be the best like Evan Lee that I could possibly be. Like, there's no limit to that because there hasn't been one of those before. Like, what or like, I like if you're trying to, like, what like Carver like making his videos. Like, if he just goes and like copies what somebody else does in a video, like, yeah, like people will be like, oh shit, that looks just like a Cole Bennett video. But then it's not like, but then it's you're a yeah. want to be Cole Bennett like yeah, yeah like you want to make your own style of shit so that people are like oh shit that looks like a Carver video when people yeah. are doing that shit no nah, originality is coming back the, man the Cole Bennett thing a lot you get that a lot all the time I yeah. think it's just because he's the most popular and I think that's just what people think of when they're trying to come for the compliment you know what I mean yeah, yeah. it's like if someone were to compliment I don't know People I don't always, know what a good comparison is, but... Yeah, people always try and compare. Like, whatever, yeah, exactly. if they try and, like, connect something familiar to it. So if they think exactly. it's sick, they're like, oh, this reminds me of this other thing because I thought it was sick, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, originality is definitely key, man, I think. And, um, I was watching fucking... I was actually watching Cole Bennett's, I think, on Vice, his little documentary. Now I'm inspired by Bro too really just a vision like you can see he really had this vision for this shit and it's like um i'm really inspired by anybody that has that and they can bring it to fruition i know he was talking about his mom like came up with the fucking name lyrical lemonade that's i was so like that's funny. fire yeah no like and it like it's just so cool to see when people like have an idea for something and they just like make the moves to do it because yeah. like it's so easy to talk about wanting to do shit like and like i like i'm bad about it too like i'll have all these ideas where like oh I'm what, I need to do this show. I need to do this pop up. Like I'm gonna rent out this venue and whatever, and it like and it'll just be talk like until like, bro, you need to make those calls and like you need to do this like or like, before I started my brand like I was like oh yeah like, I'm gonna go buy a sewing machine and they're like whatever like it's just like, <coughs> you gotta actually make the moves and if you're actually making yeah. moves that shit's going to fucking happen like yeah. I, I like, feel like the like the progression is like the most important thing 
like for it to be like lasting and like build up and become something bigger i'm good on that as there has to be like more progression because yeah you know i feel like we're i feel like um the hardest thing sometimes too is just getting started with this shit with anything like mm-hmm. you could just overthink it and it's like you might want to get going i think it yeah it's like you overthink it because you want to you want it to be perfect like from day one but that's impossible it's never going to be perfect from day one yeah. so the whole thing is just to fucking start doing some shit and you get better with time and really it gets just bigger take your time yeah, yeah take your time with it like, there's no rush yeah and yeah. i was gonna ask you too bro on um i know you were telling me like uh like you kind of started shooting your own like promo videos like for your brand like i was yeah. asking like what like what like thoughts on just like um like what's the process behind like like figuring out the aesthetic of your brand because i feel like a lot of these brands have like you know what i mean just like the, the type of commercial you want to have or type of ad like the aesthetic of it like yeah you know what i'm saying i just try and like make it as like all all the clothes that i make i try and make shit that i want to wear like when i like when i'm making the clothes like I make it, like, with myself in mind, like, damn, like, I would love to rock this. And so, like, with, like, the videos and, like, the, like, styling, like, of the videos, I try to, like, just, like, encapture, like, what I feel like if somebody sees it and they meet me, like, I want that to match up. Like, I want it to be, like, genuine to, like, what, like, my interests and like what my like daily day would look like because like the like first like promo video like i shot it on or like i my my girlfriend had this like polaroid little like camcorder like it was like a 2003 camcorder and like we i found it and i was just like taking little videos and i was like damn this footage looks sick like it's it's all like grainy and so like I came up with the idea for this shoot. Like, I just got, like, ten homies and, like, and just put everybody in my clothes. And we just went and, like, walked through the streets and just, like, got, like, photos and videos, like, from, like, the same angles um, off that little camera or the little camcorder and then, like, uh, like regular, like, photography camera. And then um, my homie Uli and my girlfriend Lindsay, like, shot it. And then I was just kind of, like, directing it. And then I sent everything over to Carver. And then Carver edited it all up into, like, a promo video for me. And um, that shit turned out sick. That was, like, and what, like, one of the main things that I got from it was just people were, like, bro, like, when I see this, like, I can tell, like, that's your vibe. Like, and that's, like, the biggest compliment that I could get, like, if it just seems, like, genuine to me. But, and then everything else since then, I've just, like, I, like, I downloaded Premiere on my computer and, like, uh, whatever, like, cause like I was like, I make all my designs and everything on Photoshop. So I already had like the whole Adobe suite. So I just like, I was like, I already have Premiere. Like I might as well put it to use. And like, yeah. cause it's, it's hard to put money into that. Like constantly, like I'm doing like a drop every couple weeks. So it's like, I like putting like a couple hundred dollars into every single drop when I have 10 people modeling it and I'm getting a promo video and I have to buy all the blanks and like whatever it like adds up so like i was just like damn like how can i like consistently do shit like without like spending all of my budget on it like and like to where i'm still profitable and so like i'll just like think of things that i can shoot simply and like edit simply because like i'm not hella good i just like started doing it like a month ago or whatever like or even like three weeks ago is when i got premiere and i just like 
started fucking with it, like just watching YouTube videos and like hitting up Carver for tips whenever I need shit. But yeah. yeah. You always use Premiere or we're using what, what's the yeah, thing? Yeah, we always like, use Premiere and After Effects. What the, what's that other shit? I think Sony Vegas or something like that. Yeah, I never used Sony Vegas. Yeah, I fuck with Premiere. Um, Is that where you edit your podcast yeah. on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, the first one, the first one I edited, it like literally took me like ten hours to edit, bro. Cause I didn't, you know, about the multicam sequences. Yeah. On Premiere, yeah. so I didn't know about that at first. So I basically had to go in. I had like three different. I have three cameras, so I had three clips yeah. that were all like an hour long. So I literally had to go in there. Each cut, I, you know, what I'm saying, manually cut with the little fucking yeah. the cut shit. And dragged all the, you know what I'm saying? This shit yeah. took me so long. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> oh, but but you have different. I'm gonna show you. We, we got to put you on a multi cam. Yeah, Basically, you, you put it all, you set it all up, and it's the joint where you can like it shows you all your angles, like on the left. It shows you like all your camera angles on the right. It's your main screen, and then you just press play, and literally with a tap, you with the tap of one button, you switch between angles like live how you want it to actually switch. That's and sick. then when you finish, you just when you play it back, it'll switch on the time as you, you know what I'm saying? Wanted yeah. to, wanted That's to. sick. Yeah, no, you got fucking three cameras set yeah. up in here. That shit's sick, bro. You got a whole ass like professional setup. It's dope. Yeah. It's funny, like when it's, it's really not. I mean, honestly, this is all like bare minimum equipment, but we got everything we need. It's good, bro. Yeah. It, it it looks yeah. good. It like and when uh like initially like Carver was just like, yo, the homie Samir's like coming over here, like come link up. And so, like, and then once you were talking about the podcast, uh, like, usually, like, when people, like, are, like, say they, like, have a podcast or whatever, they're, like, they have, like, two episodes or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, once you were, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the 84th episode, I was, like, fuck yeah, bro. Like, that's fucking yeah. sick. Right. Like, it's sick that, like, you just, like, are staying consistent with it like that because uh, that's a lot of editing and shit, like, yeah. and to yeah. constantly have, like, new people to talk to and, like, constantly have, like new subjects to talk about that's a lot of work bro believe it or not bro i don't fell into a rhythm with this shit it's like i don't even think about it at this point it's like muscle memory how often do you do once a week so i shoot on tuesdays yeah. edit on i'll probably edit it either on wednesday or thursday post on friday make all the promos post them and shit so it's like a three-day event three days out the week i'm doing not like i'm not all day like you know what i'm saying but three days of the week i have to put the work out every week since you started Pretty much. It's been weeks I did like two episodes. I think there was one week where I might have did three episodes. But um Damn. yeah, at least once a week. I, I don't have one I don't have one the week I come back. I'm gonna just chill out. I was telling you like bro, when I take when I take flights, like that shit really just you. it kills me, bro. It doesn't Especially kill me, but it's like there's like a lot of layovers. Yeah, the layovers fuck me up. Even when there's not a layover, it's something about just like being up there. You know they say the fucking on planes, like it's like the worst air quality. Like, it's all recycled air. Yeah, recycled <laughs> air. They also say never drink coffee or tea off a plane. Yeah. Because of the water they use for it. They like, I guess they like never change so that water you not or like drink clean the it. Water off the plane either. Well, that's bottled water. It I'm talking about. From the toilet. It might though. <laughs> it might though. Or does it drop off into the ground? The what? The the, the toilet? toilet? That'd be crazy. Do you think? Have you ever heard that? Like I when think you flush that's the toilet, that it shoots out the bottom. Could you imagine? Oh hell like, no, that doesn't happen. No. You're like that, like no. swimming in your pool in the backyard. I thought that actually happened. Are you serious? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it just that's like, a lawsuit waiting <laughs> to happen right there. No, like I just figured, like by the time it's to the ground, it's like, it's like disintegrated. Yeah. Oh hell no. <laughs> it freezes by the time it hits the ground. <laughs> it That'd be some shit. Cloud. Literally. Now I was actually talking. Um, 
I was talking to some like a couple of the flight attendants. I was on this that one flight. It was cool. So, Shorty was talking about she was about to get drunk when she like that night. I was like, they, they was like they were like young. I was like, yeah, I was like, y'all lit. <laughs> yeah. That's fire. Yeah, weed is a little different out here, man. I will say that. I copped the the lowest price shit in the store and shit is gas. Still <laughs> Let's go. But like where you're at, like is it is it harder to get weed over there? Like, cause there's is, there's no dispensaries there, right? There's no dispensaries, but it's not hard. Like everybody knows Just, somebody. You know somebody, but yeah. like, or like, is it like way overpriced? Um, nah, it's lower priced than like in places where it's legal. Really? Yeah. But it, like, it's just not as good weed or what? No, you can you can get gas too. You mm. can get gas, but it's not like in the places where it's legal, you can you can definitely get better stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But y'all just um. Y'all just the dispensary just have tax. Yeah. yeah. That's why like that was, like a friend of mine told me basically was like um in places where it's legal he was like the black market flourishes because everybody still wants cheaper prices. You yeah, no, I, mean? I still would like rather get it from just a homie than going to the dispensary for yeah. sure. You supporting the homie, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Um oh yeah, you didn't really get to so you finished this tour up, y'all went on a bunch of dates for three months. So yeah. how did you end up fucking coming to Portland? So like after um after the tour I like I was planning on moving to Spokane like which is, is in Washington also like I was going to like go straight from like um uh, the last date was in LA and so I was just going to fly straight from LA like go pick up my shit and go to Spokane and then like a week before the tour ended like it just like it fell through with me moving to Spokane, and so I went back to the Tri Cities for like a couple months, and or like that was the plan. And then um, like once I got there, then I ended up like signing a, a lease for a year over there with some homies, and just like uh, and that was like at first. So when I first got back to the Tri Cities, that was like when I got like all my music equipment and shit, and I was like recording like in my car outside my dad's house like because he would get That's pissed because he were he worked nights so like during the day i'd be in there trying to record and he'd be like i'm trying to sleep like you can't be doing this so i'd be like out in my car all day recording and then like he'd leave for work and i'd go inside and start recording yeah and then uh then like that was when i was 18 and then like i moved out like when i was like 18 or 19 and i got an apartment with some homies and that was when like I first started like putting out like hella music. Like I put out that first EP, I think when I was still at my dad's house. And then um I and then like once I moved over there, then I was just like putting out singles all the time. And then um like that was when like I put out one song and it was just like a random song that I made and then that shit just like started like going up. Like the first like um uh, like, right when I first posted it, like, the first week, it only had, like, 500 plays or some shit. Tomorrow's SoundCloud? Yeah. And then, uh, like, a couple days later, like, it was, like, up to, like, 2,000 or whatever. And at the time, like, I was, like, oh, sick. Like, that, that's cool. And then, like, the next day, it was at, like, 5,000. And then, like, it just kept going up. And then, um, so that shit, like, definitely, like, motivated me even more to, like, because I was, like, damn, people are fucking with this. And then, like, eventually, like, now that shit's at like 150 or some shit like that 150,000 and like uh 
that so that shit just like pushed me to like record more. I was like, damn, people are actually like fucking with this. So like I gotta keep going with it. And so then after that lease was up, um, my girlfriend, she like um was trying to go to college somewhere. And like I was actually born in Vancouver, right here next to Portland. Vancouver. It's isn't right that, a, it's right that Canada. So there's Vancouver, Canada, oh, okay. but there's also yeah. Vancouver, Washington. Like, because, like, Portland's right on the border between Washington and Oregon. And so Vancouver is just right on the other side of the river from here, like, 10 yeah. minutes that way. And uh, so I would, like, I, I grew up kind of coming over here. So then, like, um, once, like, I was, like, I'm trying to go to a city. And my girl, like, she was trying to go to a city for school. So, like, we <sighs> moved over here. And then, like, uh, two years ago. And then since being here like i've just been recording like i put out my ep like last year and then um like that was when like i started working with my manager and shit and like i haven't put anything out since then just because we're just kind of like rebranding kind of like uh like in like all like the the stuff that i was putting out before like i like everything is like was mixed and recorded by me and so like it just wasn't like up to par with like what I'm doing now and so like I haven't put out anything in like a year and then like in the next like two months hopefully we're gonna start putting shit out again but oh, yeah. yeah so then I've just been here like working on clothes and music and shit you feel like it's um you feel like it's harder to like reach new people with your with the clothes or with the music it's so like I started with the clothes like as like a way like I was already making my own shit like I was just like this I made just completely for myself this was before I planned on yeah. having a brand or anything like, I guess I I'm saying like, like you think it would be easier to sell somebody like like a like a piece or like a, or a tape yeah you know so what that, I'm saying like that's what I mean so like I like um, I lost my train of thought <laughs> my fault. <laughs> Uh, no, well, so I, so like I started the clothing as like a way to reach new people. Like, cause like whether the, like people find me because of the clothing or they find me for my music, they're still finding me like, I like, and so they're going to see both of them either way. I was already making this shit for myself. So like, I might as well put it out there for other people to see. And like, uh, that, and so I feel like it is easier to, like, sell a piece of clothing because it's a, like, physical piece of something. Like, or to get people, like, more interested in it. Just because I feel like so many people make music now that, like, now it's, like, you meet somebody and if you were to come up and be, like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm a rapper or, like, whatever. Like, it's it's corny. Like, even I don't, I don't even rap anyway. Like, I, I wouldn't call my music rap, but, like, it, I just feel like that's way more corny than being like, oh, yeah, like, I make clothes or whatever. And, like, I feel like people are way more likely to fuck with you. Like, because yeah. I feel like there's just a weird stigma around, uh, like, music artists. I get it. Now, I feel like I feel like fashion, the fashion world is probably even fucking harder to break into than the music world. You know what I'm saying? But just on some on some movie shit. I was gonna ask you to like uh, top favorite movies, like I don't know, like three. Uh, this question, I, this question's really hard to answer. Yeah, just off the shit you've been playing, I feel like we have kind of like a similar taste in, and that type of shit. So like, entertainment wise, 
like the movie that I probably watched the most most out of just like all right what can I watch just to watch right now probably Scott Pilgrim <laughs> Scott <laughs> just because it's it's light and it's shot really well like the way it's I really like the way it's shot like the action sequences are crazy did you ever go back and watch that but, shit I told you I'm about to cut you off the one that was shot in all in one scene no you gotta watch that but um fuck cinematic wise like as in like best shot I think Moonlight is really good the color grading is crazy the writing is really good um yeah. Hell yeah. Have you ever seen Interstellar? Yes. Oh, yes. Do you fuck with that movie? Yeah, I fuck with it. That shit's crazy. Good movie. I just love the, like, how, like, at the end of it, like, when he's in the bookcase, and it's like... That nah, was sad as shit, bro. Yeah, it was, but it was just crazy because it was, like, such a good depiction of, like, a, like, how, like, the concept of, like, different dimensions and like how like different things are like happening on a timeline and shit and how they're interwoven yeah like Like, and like how like he was the one he was like in not even in the future i guess it was in the future but like he was in this like realm or whatever and he was the one that was affecting the past and like a couple years later down the line all in this time span of him running around in that like bookcase floating area. But like that shit was just crazy. That blew my mind. I just remember the first time I watched it, I was up at my homie Wyatt's cabin. And like on the way up there, we all ate like hella edibles. And like we were just like <laughs> sitting up there at the cabin watching Interstellar. And like I was just like so big, like it's probably like 17 years old, just like sitting there staring at the screen, just like. That shit was blowing my mind. That's probably why I love the movie. I think I might have even seen that in the theaters. But now the crazy part about that movie, uh, the part that's actually a fact, is how time moves different. Like how fat, depending on how fast you go. You know how they like they went down to that planet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So if you really like went on a spaceship and went like, what is it like the speed of light, and we're gone for like a year, it'd be like hella long time will pass by. How did they test that? How, like I don't. How the fuck do they That's know a good point. that time is passing by faster in another place? That's a good point. You like look that the up. Writers of the movie? No, no, that, the that's scientists. No, like, no that was I, no, that was real. That's like supposedly real. Oh, like in real life. Oh, uh, that's a good question. I don't fucking know. I might like, look that how up. do you test that time is moving faster? Probably like, like they test everything else. Like a lot of this shit, they're not really like okay. Like when they checking distance of planets and shit, like they're not really going there. It's like they have equations. Of like certain shit, and then they'll like extrapolate that to like I don't fucking know how it works, but <laughs> I mean, it's all like mathematics. It's extrapolated, right. <laughs> but it made sense though, right? Right. I feel like that shit made sense in, so the, in that right there. Time is really just related to <laughs> the, how fast the Earth rotates, right? Time? Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess it's based gravity. on the days and shit, night and day. Because <laughs> that's what makes the that's what makes you stick to the Earth because it's spinning. Gravity. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I know that. You know we move on like a thousand miles an hour right now. What I mean is like, okay, it's noon when the sun is in the middle of the sky. It's midnight when it's at the bottom. So like you're saying that they base the time off the cycle? Like night and day. 
that's what time was made off of, right? Like in the ancient times, they followed that shit, and we kind of just kept going with it. So isn't time still just based off the revelations of the yes, earth? I could see. So if they were to estimate it, it would be an estimate of, like, if the earth is speeding up really slow, like really slowly. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Also, but like in the movie, mm. it was like, they went over there and like it went from like day to night super fast or whatever or like or the days lasted however long and um yeah, so but the it earth was like would be spinning fast uh, right? no, but I it get was what you're but it was like 50 years on earth or whatever like everyone when they got back was like uh, like 50 uh. years old so like i just don't understand like how like the like that would change yeah, like how I'm are you aging that. slower when you're in a different place <laughs> no idea i'm going to have to actually look that up no bullshit. We need the, uh, like, on the Joe Rogan show, like, where there's the dude behind the Why camera. does time move? What's his name? Julian or some shit? Slower. Michael. Look it up. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> That's a really good question. This is Jamie. the All-Pro Podcast. That's his name. I said Julian. He <laughs> said that on Joe Rogan shit? Yeah. Shout out to Jamie, man. I like it. All right, it says, as light is spread out by the observer moving away from the source of the light, time is decreased the faster the observer moves the more light is spread out and time slows down time slows down as you travel faster because momentum bends the fabric of space-time causing time to pass slower i don't know what that should mean still even though as i read it like either way man time is crazy individually once you said like because i was trying to read it and understand it at the same time but it was like i'm gonna just read it Time slows down as you travel faster because momentum bends the fabric of space-time, causing... The fabric of space-time. So, yeah, the spinning, like you were saying. Yeah, you, I think you had it right, bro. I think you got a very basic... Bro, you need to apply for NASA or some shit. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You could shoot the space videos. Yo, shoot, you could shoot the uh, promo Open videos space. for the, the space... Uh, what's it called? Space Force? SpaceX? No, you know, crazy. we got a Space Force. We have, like, a mil uh, space military. No, nah, not that. You know, someone would be involved in the military. Oh, okay. What about SpaceX? Well, SpaceX might be cool. Yeah, that'd be fire. You can make the uniforms. If you had the uniforms of SpaceX, bro, that's legendary. I'm just not sure we need to weaponize space. I, yeah, I that mean, sounds it, wild. It pretty much already is, right? Because there's satellites with satellites with lasers. missiles and shit. Oh. I think laser. I think it, satellites can they drop don't missiles, have right? lasers bro, up there. They they do. No if satellites have missiles. I uh, believe with it. missiles, I, think some I believe of them do. that. I believe that. Yeah. I don't think they have lasers. So I guess it's already too late, but yeah, a lot of it this just seems like you, we've I've seen so many movies that are like they put a they put a base on, on military the moon base. And it all goes wrong, man. Yeah, you I don't see need it. wars in space. Bro, everything all fucking weapons are created because every, every country is like, yo, we need to create this shit before they create it. And then everything just gets made. It's like there's no there's no there's no like threat right now. It's all like for possible future threats. Exactly. So, so everybody just creating so threats we, type shit. Like, so if we put weapons there. Yeah, I, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yep. We, we probably shouldn't have weaponized we, space. We just, we just going like not learn from ourselves. But I do feel like we like should probably have like some. All this shit with wars. Why can't everybody gonna, just be friends, have man? have wars on other planets. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say, I do Um, I do think we should have some type of, like, fucking weapon space just to be able to shoot, like, a comet or something if it's coming our way. Or, like, That'd be cool. Some type of shit for that. Whatever happened to the asteroid you told me was coming by? They said it was going to graze us? When? I think that was, like, next week. But it, it's, it's like, 
I think they said it was like four million miles away. But NASA considers something that's like within like five or some certain million miles away as like close. And then if it's within like what I think one million miles, it's like grazed. potentially like hazardous. Hazardous. Grazed is the word that scared me. Like when I think grazed, I think like it touches. Yeah. Maybe you know it's like I mean? grazing like, the outer atmosphere. Probably. Uh, but now it is crazy how we're just in this fucking. I really do think about that. Like how we're just flowing through space. It's like when you change your, you know how like you have a image of yourself in your mind of like your body and like awareness of your body and like yourself. It's like when you shift that to like a world world perspective, yeah. like a globe perspective, like you're really like, like I'm on this earth and it's just like we're just floating and shit. That's crazy, bro. I don't know. I think yeah, I'm high that's at this crazy point, to but think about it's kind of a waste of time though. To think about that? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't uh, doesn't help it, you with anything. It doesn't really affect us. I feel yeah. like it inspires though. Like you know, like you know, like back in the day before all this light pollution, they'll look it's up at the sky. Kind of depressing though. Not really. I feel it. like it's inspiring. It's like uh, we're so small. I don't know. That's cool to me. Or it's like they would look up in the sky and see all like the fucking universe. Like you ever seen um, from like Hawaii, the the um, the Milky Way? It just looks crazy. It just looks inspiring, bro. Like yeah. Well, yeah. That shit is. I yeah, think it's stars amazing are beautiful to look and at everything. That shit. But you think it's depressing though to think that we're I think it's so small. I think if anything it's depressing. Okay. I think right? it's just like uh-huh. it it makes you feel like what you're doing doesn't really matter in the yeah. long run of things yeah. if you look at life that way. Like I if, could see like it being super inspiring if you're an astronaut. Yeah. Or like an <laughs> person that builds spaceships and uh, stuff. I w- like I always yeah, try and points. like keep that outer per like that perspective like of like looking outside of just like through your own eyes. Like I actually like was like walking like down like Burnside today and like when you're coming down like the hill up there you can just kind of see like all of like downtown over there. Yeah. And I always try to like I always I feel like I never look at anything like when I'm walking around. I feel like I'm so like in my own head that I'm just kind of like on uh, autopilot walking around. And every once in a while, I try to like zoom out and like be like, <laughs> okay, like I'm like downtown Portland right here, whatever. Because like I always wanted to live here and shit, but like so I I try and keep like that like oh like that I'm like actually right here. Like try like. Interest in that, like joy for that, or whatever. Yeah, it like, but not being like, I'm just a small thing in this city, you know? Like, I don't <laughs> but know. But we are, though. We are small, we bro. Are. You, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, exactly. That's what it is. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I just it lately. seems like if you look at it in a more focused perspective, it's less sad. Yeah. yeah, it's more of a. If you're just it's a constant, good thing. Yeah, if you're just focusing on like what you're doing every day. Exactly. Lately, bro, I've really been People just thinking more you. and more about like um, how small things can affect like shit in the long run. Like I'll just look at my life, certain decisions I made or things that I've done, how like what that turned out to be, or like, and then when you look at like history or you know what I'm saying, civilization as a whole, and just how. Even on like the, like the movie we were just watching, like that Looper shit, it's just how fucking I don't know. Like shit should be connected. Shit is connected, and I feel like it's to me. To me, it's just like it is dope to like think like it's bigger than you. You know what you say? You think they're gonna make time travel while we're alive? 
I hope so. That'd be fire. Would you have time travel? I don't think so. If you could time travel to one place and come back, I'd do it just after a few where are you going? people did it. Yeah, but I'm saying, let's say it's all cool and shit, but, but everybody gets one time, everybody gets one go. Where would you go to? Well, are you stuck there? No, nah, you can come back. You saying what year? Yeah. I think that depends. I'd go into the future. Past that future. Yeah, I'd go into the future. Yeah, I'd probably go to the... If, if we can go to the future, I'd probably end up going to the future. So. Or like, if you could choose going to the future or past, which would you choose? So it still depends. Yeah, I'd go to the future. Yeah. But on when in the future, it still depends. Because it's like, when was time travel invented? Are we... Is it 2070? Then maybe I'll go to tw- 2100 or something. <laughs> like, yeah. bro, I'm going back to year I don't know one. if I want to go too far. You know what I mean? Well, I would, I would want to go... I don't want to end up going too far and getting there and everything's gone or something, you know? I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, if it can't, like, if time travel came out tomorrow and, like, it was like, okay, like, yeah, and you can, you can choose either go to a time in, like, earlier in your life or choose and, like, I know give yourself mean. advice or yeah. go to a time later in life and see what you ended up doing. So I that would, way you could either like stay on that yeah. path or like change that. something. That's what I was about to say. Like if it's if it was invented tomorrow, then I would go probably to like when I'm like sixty or something. That's what I'm thinking too. Man, I'm gonna say, look, take I me to the pyramids. Possible. I really I wanna see how these motherfuckers were made. That's where I'm going. What motherfuckers? The pyramids. In Egypt. Oh, you go to the pyramids. <laughs> I'm going to I like I wanna see how they're made. That's that's how we rocking. I'm gonna use, that's how hey, we use my one. No, I said pyramids first. I said pyramids. Oh, I said I, no. I said I said take me to the pyramids. I want to see how these motherfuckers are made. <laughs> That's what's most important to you. No, nah, not necessarily. I, I wouldn't go one, to the future though. You wouldn't. I think I'll go I to the past. I fuck with going to the pyramids. I'll either do that or I'll literally go back to like where the first human was, like Only to the one origins. Person has to do it though. He'd probably try. So if you do you. it, nobody else has to do it. Bro, I'm coming right back. You can come back. The I'm gonna hit the button. Thing. Yeah, I guess. Come right back. I watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. That's my shit. That shit's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. We in Portland with it, man. When you're making the videos, do you, like, go back to the conversation and, like, cut out, like, little gaps and whatever? Never. You just, like, leave everything in there? All one run. All one run. That's what I thought. I have took out like a couple things. If somebody's like, yo, I didn't want to say that. Like, it's been like one or two things I'll take out, but usually it's the whole thing. Even like the silences, I like that's that's natural too. Yeah. And if you're hanging out with somebody, you're not fucking talking every second of like, you know what I'm saying? True. Take a breath. Yeah, man. I you're- just keep thinking about myself losing my train of thought. I'm like, damn, that was stupid. Hello. <laughs> no, that, was, that, that was my fault. That. that was my fault on that one. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay, everybody does it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, so you say you're going to New York, right? You say you're going to LA. Yeah. And you're going to New York. I was just out in New York, but um, I do want to go to New York. Like I'm going to be there eventually, but I'm going to LA first. Yeah. Uh, I'm moving to LA in like next like August or September. Yeah. I thought about like doing the whole fucking like leaving where you're from and trying to go like to somewhere. I was gonna go to LA, 
But then I'm like, bro, you know what? I'm doing that shit where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we building that shit up. Like, in Virginia right now, like, I don't know if y'all tapped in. I was showing, bro, like, a few artists from, from my area. Like, I really think, like, he was like, that's a big statement. I was like, the 757 is about to be, like, the new L.A. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, I don't even want to say the new L.A. just because there's, like, a lot of weird shit in L.A., but just to, like, the center of, like, you know what I'm saying, where that shit is happening. I think you Nashville's the new L.A. You think so? Mm-hmm. Or going to be. Like, not the new L.A. Or, like, like Austin. L.A. is still always going to be L.A. Like, that shit. But, like, a lot of people from L.A. are moving to Nashville. Like, people that have been there for a minute. Yeah. And, like, I feel like Nashville's kind of be going to become, like, the more, like, industry city. And, like, L.A. is just going to be a bunch of, like, crazy rap people. <laughs> like, crawling. I always like, thought of Nashville as, like, country music. Yeah, the like the like indie and like alternative scene is hella big out there. Okay. Like may, yeah, maybe not for like as much for like like hip hop and trap and stuff, but like the like We talking about for movies and shit too. Like you see that's what I don't know mean. about movies. That right. is one thing that is always gonna be in LA though. I don't know, because you know saying. Tyler Perry just made the fucking um he made a whole movie studio and I think it's in Atlanta. It's definitely not in LA, but I think it's in Atlanta. So huh. it's like they really shooting like big budget I don't blockbusters out, out of LA now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I, my homie Dom, like he's it, he's over in Atlanta, I think, shooting uh, something for some Netflix series, and like everything is shot in Atlanta. Yeah. And like yeah. he like he goes out to LA every once in a while, but that most of the time he's out there. I'm pretty sure. Hell yeah, man. Um, I don't know. We about like a hour and twenty in. We can sign off with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, y'all wanna no y'all wanna like lead the people or anything? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Inspiring words for the children. <laughs> Stay in school. Get your money up. Get your knowledge. No, I'm just playing. Nah. Don't do drugs. Just put fucking time into shit, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever you're trying to do, put time <laughs> into it. Take your time. The, that's the only way you're going to be able to do anything. If you just think about it, it's never going to happen. You can have all yep. the dreams you want, it, but if you don't, like, make that shit happen, then, like, you don't make that shit happen. You got to make moves. Step by step. Yeah. I write everything down, bro. I have a little notepad. And for every <laughs> single day, I write down, like, little bullet points of, like, okay, like, I just got this order. I need to fill this order. Oh, I need to find new beats. I need to finish this song. Like, whatever. And it's just, like, like he was saying, like, step by step. Like, just, like, get shit done. Hell, yeah. You want? Do you want to add anything, bro? Um, same thing, pretty much. Take your time on things, <laughs> Take your time and on. don't do drugs. That's pretty. That's the main thing. Don't do drugs. I agree. I agree. Aside from marijuana, yeah. drink. <laughs> you can drink <laughs> moderately. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro is um. I want to add this in. Bro is uh, allergic to gluten, so if you ever see bro out and want to like grab him some shit, <laughs> get him some gluten free shit. Yeah, bro. don't give me. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I feel that, man. I feel that. I want to say appreciate y'all, man. For real. I appreciate you for the hospitality, bro. You know what I'm saying? Anytime. This whole time, you know what I'm saying? This has been a. Of course. I had a good trip. You know what I'm saying? It's a vibe. We ain't really. Yeah. I feel like we ain't see too much of the city, but you know what I'm saying? It was, it was like a business trip, but we catching uh, the vibe, yeah. man. Shout out to the Sandy Hut for holding <laughs> us down. Uh, we will be That's back. Musty. Now, what was that? What was that place called we went to today? Cadillac, I think. 
Cadillac Cafe. Yeah, Cadillac Cafe, man. Pretty that, good breakfast. Food. Recommend that. I recommend that. Um, yeah, man. Should we sign off for this shit? Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, we can sign off, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Once again, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, yeah, man. We're gonna see y'all next week. I'll be back in the seven five seven. Check out somebody from the seven five seven, like I always say. And um, yeah, peace.